0: Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome again, Mrs. Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki on VoiceAmerica.com, and. My guest today is Marcus Okrati and we are going to be talking about Reiki and massage. Marcus has a lot of great information to share with us and experience and Marcus has more than 19 years of experience throughout the Seattle area in various forms of massage and energetic bodywork. Marcus is a Washington licensed massage therapist He is a Yasui Reiki master and also a cranial, sacral, and SER therapist, a certified heart-centered hypnotherapist, and an interdimensional healing practitioner. Marcus, welcome.
2: Well, thank you, Paula. That sounds like I know something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. You do, and we're so happy you're going to share.
2: Oh, well, i yes. happy to be here.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, let's start a little bit with your history and what led you to Reiki and massage and all that good stuff.
2: That was a long road. Um, I started out, well, actually, I went on a, on a trip and went to a psyche convergence out at Ocean Shores. And there I had my first aura photo done and realized I actually had an aura. Picked up a few books on metaphysics and started reading, Uh, found a metaphysical bookstore that was uh, open at the time in Federal Way called The Blue Moon, where I started buying book after book after book, trying to learn more and more about life and the universe and what it was all about, um, which led me into the, the concepts of energy. I was sitting at a table one afternoon at the bookstore with a lady who turned out to be a psychic for the store, and she said, you're a healer, aren't you? I said, no. And she Mm -hmm. said, well, yes, you are. You just don't know it yet. I said, all right. Well, I can can check into that. So I started looking into classes in different kinds of energy work. The first one I took was on interdimensional healing, something at the time was called uh, triangular angelic grids, um, which is a fascinating process, a lot of different components to it. But after that, um, I got my first Reiki attunements from a lady friend of mine and then uh, met two other Yasui masters and had um, sort of stacked attunements after that. One into Yasui Reiki and another one into what they call laser Reiki where you do most of the work with your eyes. Nice. So yeah, energy started, I think it was 1995. I did all of that and uh, things kind of grew from there.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. And then when did massage come into the picture?
2: Uh, The lady who owned the bookstore that I went to, The Blue Moon, um, she and I were out for a walk one afternoon, shortly after my father had passed, and we were just kind of contemplating life and the process of leaving it. And um, I had asked her what I should do next, in her opinion, relative to uh, promoting my energy practice. And rather than answer my question, she told me where to drive and said, turn here and turn here and turn here. And until we were parked in front of a massage school, and she said, write down that phone number. She said, no, don't write down that phone number. Dial it.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: So I was forced (laughs) to go back to school, which is something I didn't think I'd ever do. Um, But anyway, I got into massage school probably six months after that, and uh, they didn't have anybody at the school teaching energy work at that time. That was 1999. And I got to talking with a gentleman who owned the school, and he asked me if I would teach Reiki to the students I was in school with. So I actually started teaching shortly after I started learning. But anyway.
1: Fantastic. Yeah,
2: grew from there. I had to, Reiki was a side job, massage was a side job for a lot of years until I had enough practice Mm -hmm. uh, built up to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. And I could step out of nine to five work and into doing something, uh, well, that feels better.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, Well, share a little bit with us what you see Reiki with massage together, what that brings for the client.
2: Blending massage and Reiki, I think, opens a lot of doors. You, when you're attuned to Reiki, obviously you become more sensitive to the energy a person carries with them. Having a license to touch them allows you to actually identify areas in the body, muscle tissue um, that's holding those patterns, holding that energy. And so a lot of times I think you have the opportunity to stop in what might be a Swedish massage and just be with an area or a pocket of energy and wait for it to release, maybe discuss it with the client, let them know your perceptions whether there's an emotional quality to it or whether it seems old or maybe even past life, whatever you're picking up from it, gives them an opportunity to sort of um, acknowledge that there's something in their tissues that they had stuffed or been carrying a long time. And So there's a a lot that comes from blending the two together. The massage obviously lasts longer. You get more done. Um, We used to teach Reiki in the beginning part of class um, at massage school because it seemed to be an amplifier of all the other modalities that you do, and certainly massage. When you have that intuitive piece bolstered, then you can do and perceive a lot more of what's going on in the body and help the person heal the underlying issues. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you agree with me that energy is the foundation not the tissue yes and if you want to really make a lasting change in the tissue you have to address what's going on underneath that and that's going to be our thoughts our beliefs our perceptions all of those more um etheric aspects of
1: life yes and the reiki is going to increase their relaxation it's going to just increase you have the massage coming in from a physical agenda, Mm -hmm. and the Reiki coming from a whole different area.
2: Right. You're working with the entire being, Mm -hmm. and that has always been my philosophy, is that you can't really get work done that's going to last unless you address the entire being. You need everyone there. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I usually encourage my clients during a massage session that we're blending energy with to speak. And whatever comes to mind for them often comes up out of their tissues, and it allows them to release things they didn't know they needed to release. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot more work done in a lot less time. Um, The changes are more lasting, and life gets lighter. They always, you know, what a a person looks like after a Reiki session.
1: (laughs) They're glowing. (laughs)
2: Glowing and a little spacey. (laughs) It takes them a minute to settle back in, but they're settling back into a fresher body. It's, yeah, I've... Anymore, I don't do one without the other. I was, had a new client in this morning I was working with, and he had been sent by his daughter. And he had asked me about the blending of the therapies because he thought mostly what he wanted was a massage, but he understood that I also did the energy work. And so we got in some of the areas of his body where he holds things and the things that he started to talk about were fairly obviously the things that were coming up through the tissue.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when he got up to leave, he was taller and brighter and happier, I think, because well, uh, it's, you kind of like become a bartender. People talk, and when they talk, they release. Yes. I think people need a witness sometimes yes. to their process. Mm-hmm. And so you get to blend all of that together.
1: Yes, yes. And you also do a little bit... Tell us about what craniosacral is, what you do with that. Craniosacral
2: is is working with the central nervous system. Um, Breaking it down, it talks about cranial or the cranium and the sacrum at the bottom of the spine, the tailbone, the coccyx, and everything in between, housing for the central nervous system. And there can be a lot of tensions placed on that system by your tissues Again, the issues that we stuff into our tissues cause tension the stress that we carry in our day-to-day life or just the thoughts that we have during a day will make our body react. And so sacral therapy is about addressing the central nervous system and freeing any impingements there might be to that system. I don't know if you're aware of it, but your brain is nourished by the fluid it floats in. And part of the system, the bones move as a pump for that fluid. It goes up and down the spinal cords, rounds the, the brain, and then back into the bloodstream. So facilitating the cranial sacral system uh, is a huge benefit for health. You can relieve any number of different kinds of problems with cranial sacral therapy. Cranial sacral therapy relieves or relaxes the transverse or crosswise tissues in the body, where most of the tissues in your body go from head to toe, lengthwise Uh that way. Uh There are areas, like the diaphragm below your lungs, Uh that are transverse tissues. And those tissues can get tensions in them that will adversely affect the, the central nervous system via the spinal column. So in cranial sacral, they release what they call diaphragms, these transverse tissues, Which luckily for us, as Reiki therapists, are right about where the chakras are.
1: Oh, excellent. So
2: you can go in and release the tissues while addressing the energies in the endocrine system, the transverse tissues, and the chakras all at the same time. So you can get a lot more done. And sometimes you can get things done where people may not be as comfortable with the idea of doing energy work because cranial sacral is a more physically based therapy they're pretty comfortable with that, or at least more comfortable than they used to be. Mm -hmm. As we're moving into, what, new age therapies, I suppose you might call it, um, alternative therapies. Mm -hmm. People are starting to realize that some of the older ones are some of the better ones. And being able to blend these techniques together um, makes a huge difference. So... Cranial therapy blends as well, if not better, than massage does with Reiki because it's very still. You're not moving a lot. When mm-hmm. we used to teach it in school, we told the students that would come to observe that there wasn't much to see. It's like watching paint dry.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to hold
2: on to an area of your body. I'm going to use yeah. only a few grams of pressure, and then I'm going to listen for what your body tells me it wants. Yeah. They discussed the concept of an inner wisdom of the body, the um, inner physician, Dr. Al used to call it. So
1: you're basically tuning in.
2: Yes. Yes. And listening. Yeah, we're using what, the, what we call the neutral concept. You're not there. When I first started in Reiki, I thought that somebody came to me for energy work. They gave me permission to push energy, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of young and young male thinking. Uh, I'm not so much like that anymore. <laughs> I, I, I now like to sit in neutral and wait for your body to tell me or show me mm-hmm. what it wants. And so you may very much require or request energy being brought into the system, but you are just as likely to need energy released. Yes. So sitting in a place where I'm just being present yes. is is where I like to be now, and I think that fits better anyway. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. So where, where what needs to come in will come in. What needs to be released will go because the ultimate purpose and goal is balance right okay. and the body is
2: always aiming or aiming yes. for homeostasis it wants to yes. be well and balanced yes and so not assuming that i know mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. best place for me to be as a therapist and then allowing you or your awareness your wisdom within to present and then follow that so yeah you tune in you pay attention, you follow. Just like in Reiki, you may not know why you are drawn to somebody's knee when you're busily working on their head. Yes. You don't ask, you just go. Yes. And it's yes. the same kind of thing. You just follow the lead.
1: I love it. I love it. And you are also a certified heart centered hypnotherapist. Now is is that a another peg on the wheel? <laughs> That are spoke, I yeah. Say.
2: I, I don't do a lot of hypnotherapy per se, but mm-hmm. we do a lot of guided work. Okay. I pay attention. Again, uh-huh. what your body presents, the kinds of things that come up for you while I'm working with your body. And then there's a lot of things that I can ask. Uh, again, uh, not pushing energy. is is like not telling someone. I don't tell you what to think. I don't tell you what I think. I ask you questions and and hopefully provide an opportunity for you to find an answer that works for you.
0: Excellent.
2: And so having the the hypnotherapy background is helpful, especially with somebody who's anxious. You can do a a relaxation technique and help them go deeper, relax more, and then they are more open to their own awarenesses.
1: Yes.
2: And so, yeah, it's another piece in the wheel. I love it, it. It fits in well.
1: I love it. I I call the whole thing, you know, we learn Reiki, we learn this, we learn that, that we bring in with it. It's like a big pot of soup, and we have our own special blend. That's right. Because we're all unique, and we're all our own servers in that.
2: Yes, and the clients find us as they need us. Yes. They pick their restaurant, so to speak.
1: Yes, yes. Source brings who we're meant to see. Right. Isn't that wonderful? It
2: is. it's usually good for both of us. It seems the clients that show up are there for themselves and for yes. us. They yes. always pro- provide us the opportunity to see ourselves differently. Yes. Which is good. Yeah.
1: And that's something I've experienced with Reiki. You know, it's what we're doing, our passion, the people that come to us that we meet, but it's also so fulfilling for us. It's oh, yes. also such a a pathway for us. We yes. are so blessed. Yes.
2: It's, yeah, running the energy through us or alongside yes. us, around us, depending on what you were taught.
1: Yes. Um, has a
2: positive effect on us as well.
1: It's very exciting. It's very exciting. And you also are interdimensional healing practitioner yes okay now we have about one minute to commercial so why don't we, we
2: probably save that one for after the commercial That's save a that one for
1: after the commercial so it just keeps going yes so yes. everyone we're going to take a moment for a commercial break and we will see you back in just a moment thank you
0: Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington... We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com.
3: Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to
4: wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife.
1: I have Marcus Okrati with me today and on Voice America, welcome. I do want to take a moment real quick to say thank you to all of our listeners out there and welcome. And Marcus is sharing all all the different modalities that he has brought into his Reiki and massage practice and how he works the Reiki with his massage. But tell us a little bit, you are a interdimensional healing practitioner, Marcus. Explain that to us, please.
2: I'm not sure we have that much time. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. The concept is that what we are physically aware of is not all there is. And certainly we get that with Reiki. We understand that we're running a universal life force energy for the benefit of the client, the earth, whatever it is we're working for. Yes. In interdimensional healing, we go a couple of steps further and look at who is there, what sentience is there, separate from what we see physically. So are there angels, are there guides, spirit guides, power animals? Are there groups of energies, entities that work in support of the human condition? Mm -hmm. And how can we interact with them to better facilitate healing for the client? And so I've studied a couple different kinds of interdimensional healing. Um, I'm continuing, actually, with that now because I'm fascinated by it and I'm mesmerized by the effects. Um, So interdimensional healing was actually the first modality I mentioned in the beginning of the show that I ever studied was triangular angelic grids uh, with Sharon Maynard, who was in Everett, I believe. Um, Anyway, the idea is that there are groups, of entities, angels, beings that truly want to see things go well for us, want to help in our development, both physically and spiritually. And so making contact with setting the intention to um, be the conduit for those energies or create sacred space, as you might say, Mm -hmm. in some of the different teachings in which that work can be done is what yes. interdimensional healing is all about. Yes. So there are many different groups and there are many different ways to do it. Shamanism is, is part of that. Um, working with angels is part yes. of that. Yes. Working with your guides is part of that. And so in my work, I have um, actually physical paper contracts so that I'm sure I don't miss anything important. I, I realize that as the facilitator, I don't always know what's best for you, on the path you're on in this individual life or however many lives you had or going to have. And so I feel it's important to make sure after some requests that I say, as it is for your highest and greatest good or as it is karmically appropriate, for me to do it because I don't want to own your karma later because I did something I shouldn't have. Yeah. So I actually have paper contracts that I can refer to for the spirit and say, this is the process I want to use for this person. And it has in its body a lot of catchphrases that make sure that I stay appropriate in what yes. I'm doing.
1: And we just send love and healing and energy for their highest good. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I love that. Well, tell us a little bit what have the benefits of Reiki for you in your life and those around you? What has that done for you personally and for those around you? Any, any, anything you want to share in that area? It's,
2: I think Reiki has benefited my life tremendously. I'm a different person than I was before I started. Um, the Reiki precepts mm-hmm. are exceptional meditations, each and every one of them. Um, my kids I've always done energy work for them depending on how they're feeling or what's going on in their life friends, uh, Mm -hmm. people passing over Um, as I mentioned before I had a lady friend years ago who had an old car and we couldn't get it to start It took (laughs) we worked 45 minutes to get this car to run and it would not start and I looked at her and she looked at me and I said what do you say we reiki the car and she said, really? I said, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I reiki the car. And within two minutes, it started and actually made it from where it was oh to where it needed to go. Oh, my goodness. Its engine was toast. I don't know why yes. it ran and got as far <laughs> as it did. But I mean that's a silly thing that, that reiki has done to help people. I use reiki okay. driving down the freeway. Yes. Use the, the power symbol and sort of move it ahead of me down the freeway to lighten traffic. Yes. Um, anytime. Yes. I drive by uh, an animal that's been hit on the road.
1: Oh! Uh, yes.
2: I will send energy to it, invite it to leave behind its physical life and move back to the energy that it came from, mm-hmm. and I use the Reiki symbols to do that. Yes. Um, I'm a little sentimental, so I will actually do that to a truckload of logs going down the road. They used to be tree people, and oh, now they're sticks. Oh, I
1: love that! So, I have never thought of that. I Marcus. can't not do it. It's
2: I mean, the forest is such a wonderful place.
1: Because I do Reiki the trees, but yes, those logs going down the road. Yes. Send them with some love.
2: Well, and it's a traumatic experience yes. of losing life that quickly. It's like when sometimes a, a human spirit would get yes. stuck between the worlds because mm-hmm. it happened too fast too traumatically, it didn't have a way to process. Yes. So a truckload of logs just seemed to me to be the perfect place
1: yes. to do
2: that. And so I do that and, and the hair on my arm stands up and I can yes. tell that somebody on that load of trucks needed to be released from those logs. That
1: is a beautiful idea. I that think, is a beautiful yeah.
2: idea. Being a little more conscious yes. of what we do and the effects we have on the rest yeah. of life around us I think is important. And it's a beautiful tool, Reiki is, for that. Mm-hmm. Sending energy ahead to some place you're going. If you've got a tough meeting, I had a client, uh, it's a social worker, and she was going to see families who had people passing all the time, or she'd have to go into court where there's all kinds of tumultuous oh, things going yes. on. And so I taught her early on, Reiki the space you're going to, and prepare it. Yes. So that it is a higher vibrational space before you ever get in it especially if it's one where you're going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's helpful. I have clients for whom, when they go in for surgery, I collect the names of everybody they know that's going to be working with them, the doctor, the anesthesiologist, which ER they're going to be in, or ER, I'm sorry, which um, operating room they're going to mm-hmm. be in, so that I can start ahead of time with everybody that's going to be involved to send Reiki to them, so they have the best day they can have, yes. and thereby do a comfortable job of Supporting the client as best as possible. Yes. Same with post-surgery. It's nice mm-hmm. to clean up whatever energy's left behind. Your body doesn't come with metal in it. It wasn't intended to have somebody else's hands in it. Yes. And who knows what kind of mood those hands were in when they were in there.
1: Yes.
2: So it's a good idea to go and do the release work afterwards as well. So for me, Reiki's been yeah. a constant friend. When my daughter was two and a half, probably, she got sick. And my first thought was Reiki. So I sat on the living room floor with her and I put her in my lap and I started running Reiki. And she said no and pushed my hands off of her. And I'm going, well, why? What's up with that? So I had to think about it for a minute and I did. And it occurred to me that being six foot one, great big guy, is very different than being a little tiny person. Mm-hmm. And so I asked Spirit, to shift the quality of the energy I was working with and sending to her to the energy that fit a little person and after that there was no problem. She sat in my lap, she played with my fingers, she let me run energy for as long as I wanted and it taught me a valuable lesson for my practice. Now I'm I'm different. When little clients come into my treatment room I know that I have to follow them around the room. They're mm-hmm. not going to sit on the table. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to dig in the dirt that my plants are buried in. but. I need to be running an energy that fits little people, yeah. quite often with um, pregnant people. I have to tell the mom, look, you know, at this point for me to be safe and standing in the place I want to be standing in, you're the container. I have to work for the little person in your tummy and acknowledge that energy and set my energy to work with them because they're the mo- most fragile one in the room.
1: For, for gentle love. Yeah,
2: yes. that's right. For baby-sized love.
1: Yes. <laughs> so yes. I, I, can't,
2: I can't even think of a part of my life that Reiki hasn't affected. I attuned my niece. She now wants to get into this, and we did her attunements, geez, probably 10 years ago when she was a girl, young, trying to figure out life, and she wanted to come in and do some energy work. And it seemed to me that spirit just kind of, changed the whole mood of things and instantly from her being on the table it was like, you know what, we're not doing this. Get up. We're going out in the classroom and we did Reiki attunements. And mm-hmm. she loves it. She uses it for her kids. So it's, it's becoming generational. It's yes. moving along. Um, one of my stepdaughters does energy work, came to one of those first classes with me.
1: That is so fantastic.
2: All my pets, they love massage and energy work. They always wow. have. I used to have an exotic bird store parrots
1: oh really yeah. how fun it was a lot of fun and so did you reiki the birds all the time okay how did how, how did the birds react they loved fun it well you know a cat did. can
2: be sometimes and again yes. if you don't set the energy cats, right the cats yes, are only going like to hang out for a minute or the, yeah they're going to try yeah. and take over the whole session that parents can be very much the same way they get that glassy look on their face mm-hmm. and they just enjoy that loving sensation of being they're very emotional little creatures anyway very bright ah. very playful very smart um sensitive. They have yeah. emotions. You can hurt their feelings. I mean, they're they're people.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: they like their Reiki, just like everybody oh, else does. Yeah. It helps a lot.
1: It's, it's amazing. And while we're talking about that, I'm going to throw out there a little reminder to all of our listeners. The third Saturday of the month, uh, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Whatever your time zone is in the U.S. or around the world, whatever time you can take to stop, take a moment, send Reiki, send love, send prayer to the entire animal kingdom of the planet.
2: Gratitude.
1: Yes. And we are creating this big wave of love once a month for...
2: That's a beautiful idea.
1: Thank you. I
2: like that a lot. Thank you. I think they need it.
1: Really loving it. We keep pushing everybody
2: out of their space and calling it ours. It's nice if we take a moment to say thank you once in a while. Say thank you. Love
1: you. supportive. Yeah. So it's really exciting because it's growing every month. Good. Good. And more participants, people. Emailing me all the time. What do I need to do? I want to be a part of it. So excellent. That's a wonderful thing.
2: So they need to call you and get attuned to Reiki, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's that'll work. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Uh, any other fun Reiki stories you'd like to share? Oh with my! Us? Let me. Those are always fun. Dig through the file
2: cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um... I worked at a place called the Healing Tree in Auburn years ago, um, while I was still actually had a day job and was doing energy work um, after work and we had a little girl there I don't remember her name, and I think that's probably best, um, who was about six years old, and she came in because she had a blood disorder, blood disease, and she had problems with her hips and this this particular place was owned by a couple of Wiccan women, and there were a, a lot of wise women that would hang out there that were also Reiki practitioners, and we offered to do uh, once a week. We'd have a group that would get together and offer free sessions, not unlike they do here at the Crystal Voyage Mm -hmm. uh, with Reiki Share. You can come in and have some work done. And so there was probably six of us the night this little girl came in and got on the table. She was very sweet and very patient and actually managed to hold still, which a lot of little people can't do. Anyway... It was reported back by her mother that her blood work came out beautifully the next time she was in the doctor. Her legs were even length. She did not need her crutches anymore. And when, <sighs> when she was asked at school, um, how this happened, she said the witches did it.
1: Well <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, while I'm not
2: wicking, <laughs> it was, it was a cute story. Yeah. It, it was nice to hear yes. that it had made a difference. Um. But Reiki stories, I'm, I, I can't pull any more up right at the oh, moment. That's been, okay. All of life is full of them.
1: That's okay. Reiki,
2: Reiki. attunements have some pretty interesting effects on people. Yes. I've yes. seen a lot of people um, hover around the restroom for a day or two after their Reiki attunement.
1: Because they're cleansing. Yes. yes. Do a
2: detox, which says a lot, I think. When you go in and somebody does Reiki attunements, the blessing part of yes. uh, training, and your body goes through such a powerful detox. There's, There's got to be. I mean, to me, that's that's an affirmation. Yes. That we are actually doing something that is real. And whether it's now part of a collective mindset or something that's ancient, doesn't matter anymore. Reiki's yeah. real. We've made it real. Yes. It has an effect on people that's beneficial. And you kind of get a sense of that starting with your attunements and your own yes. personal
1: cleanse. And... You know, in this day and age, the statistics and the research, yes. you know, you you can't deny the effects that Reiki have.
2: No. Well, there's enough scientific work been done out there now mm-hmm. with the study of prayer, the study of energy work. Uh, I think it was Dr. Richard Gerber in vibrational medicine had some great information on energy work and how that works uh, or that it works and yes. it's real. Some fascinating things. That contribute to the the idea and the awareness that Reiki is real and it makes a difference. And I think the more of us doing it, the more difference it will make.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you know, and one of the my goals with this show is all this information going to the world. More people are gonna try Reiki. More people might learn Reiki. Can you imagine how that's going to raise the vibration of the world? It's I'm hoping it raises exciting. it a very
2: long ways, it is quickly. Very
1: exciting. It is exciting. Yes.
2: I'm looking forward to it. I love hearing about new classes going on. I love seeing Reiki Share be full, almost yes. too full some days so of new people who want to come in and try and find out what this thing is. What is it? And have an experience of it that changes their world.
1: Yes.
2: We had a young lady come into Reiki Share one night who was in trouble. And it. <laughs> went well I the first session well. she had light back in her eyes oh. she could smile again i don't i have seen her myself in reiki share probably four times since mm-hmm. then because she knows it's changing her life it's,
1: lifting her up it's making a difference oh i love it i love it i love it well we will uh take a moment marcus for another commercial break okay. and then we will be back everyone thank you for listening
0: Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com.
3: The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more.
4: Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24 hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula. Paula
1: everyone and welcome back. Yeah, Marcus and I have been discussing so many aspects of Reiki and massage. Marcus, I'm having fun, are you? I
2: am having a wonderful time. Thanks I for inviting
1: me. I love it. It's
2: a great opportunity.
1: Yes. Well a question I have with with all of this discussion of all the different modalities which are so fun you know to tie into our Reiki our massage what would a reason for a person be to come in for a blended session? I mean, give the listener an idea why I would want to try that. Um, hmm.
2: What I see, I think, most is people coming in because they, they don't know what else to do. They've been to the allopathic doctors. They've tried various medications. They've tried different types of massage Mm -hmm. and only gotten so far, um, if anywhere at all, depending on what it's really about. And I think um, people show up sometimes just because they don't know what else to do. They've got to find an answer. They're no longer comfortable in their body or their life or some combination of the two. And so it's sort of a a last-ditch effort.
1: To, to find I an need answer. something, I don't know what, but I know right. I need something.
2: Right. Uh-huh. So they show up and you blend whatever uh-huh. seems to be appropriate for them in the time. I have a fairly um, complex intake form, which asks many different ways. Mm-hmm. What are you here for? What's bothering you? What hurts? Mm-hmm. What, what are the emotional qualities that are troubling you in your life? Because bringing all that together gives me the opportunity to get a sense of, of the entire being. And I think that's the other thing that draws people in. They're starting to realize through programs like yours, through Reiki Shares, that there's something else to do out here. And that their friend said, oh, I feel so much better and I don't even know what he did.
1: Yes. Um,
2: or oh, a friend says, that. you know, I had, a, I had a massage session from this guy and it lasted me three weeks where normally it only lasts me a week and I don't get it. What's the deal? Um, and they tell them yes. There are other things to add to a session. Besides simply doing Swedish or deep tissue or therapeutic massage, you can bring in the energetic components and the awareness of the whole person. Yes. And I think there's a lot of people now starting, I mean, for years now we've heard mind, body, spirit, mind, mm-hmm. body, soul, those kind of statements. And I think people are starting to accept more, that there is more levels to self than just your skin and your muscles. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're looking for, hoping for, a more lasting session or something that might address a problem that's been nagging for a while. There's a uh, acupuncturist here in Tacoma who regularly sends me clients who he can't get what he wants with them and he knows that I come at it from a different angle
1: right. and so
2: between the two of us sometimes yes. we can get things done where you couldn't if you just came at it with one approach. Allopathic is a great piece, and it can get some things done. Energy's a great piece, and it can get some things done. Massage kind of sits in the middle with acupuncture and acupressure and those kinds of things, which can get it done. So I think people come in for a variety of reasons, but it's mostly because they're looking for something more lasting or that provides a shift in an aspect of themselves that they don't even know how to put words to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't feel right. Something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong. Can you help? I don't know, but we can try. We can kind of get a sense. You can talk to me and let me scan you. Because when the client first comes in, I usually want to just sort of unfocus my eyes and look in their direction and see what I perceive. Because I sometimes will get more information that way than I can from a form or from them speaking. Just being there. And then you know what to do. And I think some people come in for the adventure.
1: Oh, you're right. Yes. It's like this
2: beautiful table you have here with the crystals. It's like, I want to try that. (laughs) That looks cool. Let's do that and see what happens. Um, People go in for readings all the time. Have somebody throw some cards for them. But people like you and I read the body and the energy. And and so you have this component that's a little less what might be termed practical, a little newer, um, mm-hmm. The adventure, but you also have these other pieces that you can rely on and, and know that you know. If I go in there and I'm paying for a massage, I'll get a massage. But I also have the opportunity to have this other piece happen. Yes. Now, tell me what you get. I hear that a lot. Tell me what you get. So what yes. do you mean? What I get? I get sore fingers.
1: <laughs> what do
2: you get? <laughs> so people come in for that too. I think in yeah. looking for that body reading. What are what can we be aware of? and about them
1: that can work with so much else they can be having an issue let's say a work injury or a car accident and yes. they've got the Western medicine end of it, you know, okay, I had the surgery on my elbow or whatever. right? And they can come to you and they get healing of a whole different modality. And that can blend. It does. I mean, it it all can work together, just coming from different directions.
2: I've used energy work in L&I sessions. (laughs) Yes. I don't usually document that part, Uh but I will do that. And I think it's important for people to recognize that car accidents happen for a reason. Trip and fall happens for a reason. Repeating the same kind of relationship over and over again happens for a reason. And those are some of the patterns that we can address with energy work that you can't touch yes. with allopathic medicine. You can kind of touch it with massage, but you really can't get to it. If you can't get to the imprint in a person's energetic field, you're not going to relieve mm-hmm. some of those patterns that re-express themselves over many different segments of life. We yes. know that. Um, I was just reading a story about a lady whose son had passed away on a particular day. And for ye- years after that, on that exact same day, she would have a traumatic event mm-hmm. of one sort or another because she hadn't been able to process right. what had happened until somebody addressed it at an energetic level.
1: Yes.
2: So I think there's a lot of reasons and there's a lot of value. And it covers the gambit from simple physical problem, somebody having neck surgery, um, (laughs) to to other issues that are um, less easy to interpret or or find. You're not going to see it in the physical tissue. Yes.
1: And so someone out there who is dealing with emotional trauma or a physical injury or illness, you know, you can go along the path. You can see a therapist, you can see the doctor, but you can also pull in some of these other healing modalities. Try the Reiki and just see what that, you know, expands and, you know, yeah. it helps you, assists you with your healing and your self-love.
2: Yes, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. One's opinion of oneself is huge yes. in whether or not we heal. The energies that we carry make a big difference in how well the body does or does not. Heal Mm -hmm. It can't if the energy fields are too cloudy or if you're holding some uh, pattern that's going to re-express itself. You're not going to fix that simply by healing the bones or decompressing the tissues. You really have to get into what it is that underlies it, like we said in the beginning of the show. It's the energy that's at the foundation. It's our beliefs. It's our perceptions. Those are the things that we manifest life from. Anything quantum physics says, the observer affects the experiment. But we're the observer of our life. So how can we not affect it? And how can our perceptions and our beliefs taken on from childhood through our parents passed down genetically, not have an
1: effect? They
2: must. And they continue to express themselves until we can do something about addressing that.
1: Yes. Yes. And actually, I have read that our energy field, I mean, our energy tells our DNA what to do. Yes, it I mean, so it's the number one.
2: Yes. Bruce Lipton, what Biology of Belief. Yes. Beautiful Yes. Yeah. It's
1: wonderful. So yeah. when you think of that, oh my gosh. And that's what our dear Reiki does. Yes. It yes, works It works on that energy.
2: Yeah. In fact, uh, Dr. Gerber's book gets into that a little bit, where they took an auric photo of a leaf. Oh. And they saw the entire leaf. And then they tore the leaf in half. And so they saw half a leaf, but the auric pattern for the whole leaf was there. So then they took a leaf, and they used a hole punch, and they punched a hole in the leaf. And they saw the auric field of the leaf, but inside the hole in the leaf was another auric pattern of a whole leaf with a hole in it.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, that's worth meditation right there. So it's a lot about how life expresses itself and the underlying mm-hmm. patterns, and what I mean. Even math fits into that quantum yes. physics. it's So we're all starting to learn through our more recent scientific discoveries yes. that that Reiki's real. Yes, that the concepts and the energy side of life are far more important than we thought they were.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a much deeper rabbit hole than you might think.
1: It is. It's a
2: fun one to fall down.
1: It is.
2: It's enjoyable if you're out of hope read, yes. start looking at what energetic life is, and what it might be, because then you don't know anymore, and you have plenty of room to hope. Yes. Endless possibilities start to appear, and Reiki is the foundational tool for that. Yeah. For so many people, I've seen so many lives change, teaching for 10 years and having maybe 12 or 20 people in a Reiki class at a time, and watching the dynamics between them it was fascinating realizing as a group that they all had intuition, Mm -hmm. that they didn't know they had. I was discussing with you before the show about distance work. Yes. And how we would have the students each present someone in their life that they knew was having trouble, that we felt would be open to and accept the Reiki energy work. And we'd pick up just a name, an age, and a city. And that was all I allowed them to give the rest of the Mm -hmm. class. And we'd spend five to ten minutes sort of meditating, focusing on this individual, and then before anybody could talk, everybody had to write down what they'd experienced during that five to ten minutes. And it's fascinating how many people would come up with the same thing. Out of a class of 12 people, you might have nine people that would pick up on some of the same characteristics. It worked beautifully. We had a student come in, and she was frustrated with her horse
1: uh-huh. and wanted
2: to know why. And she she was in a pretty energetic class. It was fun. But anyway, we all could have tied in with the horse to see what the horse was all about. And everybody picked up on the horse quite well and what the horse was frustrated about. So she went home and changed the dynamics in the horse's life, and the relationship got instantly better. Ah, isn't it's, that
1: amazing? It is. Yes.
2: It's all interconnected, and we just need to know it, accept it, and sort of choose to perceive it. Yes. Yeah. It's like seeing someone's aura. At first you wouldn't think that you could, but you can do a couple simple little experiments and you realize you can see your own just fine. It's
1: and the long distance Reiki.
2: Yeah.
1: It can be so powerful. You it can, is. And you can just feel so much.
2: You can. You can feel, you can sense and depending on how you do me it,
1: me yeah. Of what what they're feeling and going through. And yes.
2: I like to do um, distance Reiki when I can with the client on the phone because then they can describe to me things that I can visualize and I can do a better job of picturing them in my head and going to the areas of their body that they're aware of and making a difference that way.
1: Yes. Oh, I love it. Well, Marcus, we're down to just a few more minutes. Can you share a little bit with us any projects you have going on, any teaching you're doing? Projects. Share your website.
2: <laughs> okay. My website is uh consciousjourney.com. Well, actually, consciousjourney.net or dot org will get you there. Um dot is mine. Um, the web's an interesting place in which you can acquire for names. Um, I am going to be going back into teaching. I want to do um, some Reiki classes for massage practitioners.
1: Wonderful. I
2: want to do um, a class, I think, for Reiki masters who got the short form class Mm -hmm. where you go in and you get attuned to Reiki and you get a little bit of time. But to me, uh, having had eight weeks with the class, four hours, um, one day a week... I got to do a lot more hands-on time and development of palpation skills and development of empathy.
1: Oh, and wow, I
2: think I that, that a lot of people I meet out there don't have the chance to do that. They tell me when my hands got hot, my hands got cold, there was a heat wave, there was the you know, what? Mm-hmm. Let's go deeper. And so I want to offer something like that for um, Reiki masters and practitioners, people who blend it with their therapy, um, other massage therapists. I think that would be a good thing to do. And then I'm kind of toying with some other ideas on how to get um, other forms of energy work out there a little better. But we'll save that one for another day.
1: Oh, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. And the numbers are growing. Yes. Massage therapists learning Reiki. I think that is very exciting.
2: It is exciting. Well, I think the world's starting to realize that massage itself is a hugely beneficial healing tool. Getting your circulation going again, getting your lymphatic system to move again. It gets your chi to flow, whether you know what chi is or not. It's still going to have an effect. The meridians are going to work better, so your organs are going to work better. It's this huge cascading effect. Um, And Reiki facilitates any modality I've come across. Certainly acupressure makes a difference. Cranial sacral, it makes a difference. Even doing hypnotherapy, Mm -hmm. you can run Reiki for somebody and they calm and quiet a lot more easily. Yes. yeah, I'm, I can hardly wait to see it grow. And I know that uh, people who practice energy work for animals. Yes. They're getting to be more and more of them. People are taking care of their pets and realizing their pets are people too. Yes. They're just shorter and look
1: different. Yes. So, and more and more people are bringing pets to, in for Reiki sessions. Yes. And all yeah. of that wonderful.
2: I've had a few clients who are pets. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes they're a lot of fun.
1: I love it. I love it. Oh, well, Marcus, this has been so great.
2: Thank you. It was fun to be here. I appreciate your yeah, asking me. Yeah,
1: I am very grateful to have had you here today and, and share this wonderful information and these great experiences. For those out there that are unsure about Reiki, it, it, it gives you a little bit more of what it is, I hope.
2: Yeah, it's and safe and it's fun. It's a, it's a worthwhile experience.
1: Yes, yes.
2: It can't hurt, that's for sure.
1: A big thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us today. So grateful. And thank you, Marcus. Thank you. And hugs and blessings to everyone.
0: Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health.
2: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program. Brought to you on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel.